Do re mi fa so la ti do. Da 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 da. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. We're your Road Killers True Crime Podcast. Yeah. Uh, if you just listened to the Indiana episode, it's been going on, I think, maybe like 10 minutes uh, since the last one. Since we recorded. Yep. Yeah. Um, we're still out of breath. We're still... Yeah, we're still struggling in this uh, altitude. Yeah. Like, I literally just got up to get a cup of coffee, and I was out of breath. And then Desiree laid down to do a yoga, yoga, what are those, yoga rollers? A yoga roller. And was huffing and puffing. Yeah. So. So if you hear us struggling. Yeah. Oh, uh, we're so sorry. Bear with us. We tried to film when we were at normal climates. Yeah. But. Uh, the audio was awful. Yeah. Again. So. Um, if you don't like it, suck a nut, buttercup. It's fine. You'll be all right. Um. Okay, do I want water? Here, can you open that for me? Well, Do you not have two hands? No, let me let me hold your <laughs> okay, mic. You hold my okay, mic I'm going to hold your mic water. just so we don't like awkwardly sit it down. All right, thank you. Can you baby bird it to me? <laughs> I think that's asking for a little bit too much. Ah, okay. All right. The note at the Airbnb said, stay hydrated. So Yeah, Elijah's been drinking. You've had literally like three or four cups of coffee since we've been here. Yeah, I had a bottle. And we've been I had... here for probably like three hours. Uh, well, you didn't drink You didn't drink a full bottle of water at dinner. No, no. Yeah, I, br- I brought it back, and then I think I almost finished it, and then I sat it down and forgot about it. Yeah, we've only been here maybe maybe three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, so, um... This is Illinois. We already did this one. Yep, we did film this one. Desiree did it. And I, let me say, Desiree did all the research for um, most of them. All of them. All of them. Well, so far. Elijah so just hasn't far. had a lot of time, too. Plus, he's he's the one that's editing most and of the stuff. And I'm... And driving. Severely... And driving. Yeah, shut up, Desiree. I am severely distracted. Desiree, like, writes everything, and it looks good. Um, You haven't seen my notes, have you? No, I haven't. You said yesterday that it was, like, chicken scratch. It's chicken scratch and it's bullet points. That's all it is. Yeah, I see, I want to do bullet points because I'm like, oh, it, like, saved my hand from cramping yeah. so much. But then I'm like, I'm going to feel so bad if I, like, forget something. I'm like, I don't think I'll forget anything, but, like, mine's literally their name, their age, if I know where they were born at, if it was, like, the same place or yeah. whatever, where they were killed at, and then that's it. And, and then, then he, yeah, you don't even and add then I'll add. And then I'll ad-lib the rest. <laughs> like, the rest is just, yeah, just raises, like, Yeah, it's like a, a, a literal script. Yeah, it just raises word for word what I'm supposed to say. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Elijah wanted to take this one over because in the car I kept saying, Decatur. No. Yeah, and it was making him mad. You kept calling it the catcher. Oh, yeah, I was saying the catcher. So, um. No, but he actually did, whenever we were, like, researching this type of stuff, he did find this one, and he thought that it sounded interesting. Well, he just saw that it was called, like, Halloween Murders. So, you were like, oh, we should do this one. So. With that being said, this is the Halloween Murders murders. of Decatur, Illinois. No, you already know. You already know everything. 
Dude, so you tell the story. <sighs> Halloween murders. I feel like ASMR is kind of the way to go. Start of the 80s, Decatur, Illinois was at the peak of its population, around 94,000 residents. It was the fourth biggest city in Illinois. Uh, businesses were booming, crime was low, factory jobs were everywhere. Despite its size, it was described as a big, little, small town. No, big, small town. That's yeah, what like it was a, described as. A big town, small town feel. Yeah, basically the same thing. Um, but in the 90s, it started to become one of the fastest declining towns. Um, in the 90s, it went from the 94,000 down to 84,000, and then by current times, so the 2020s, um, population's around 70,000, uh, which is mostly due to factories being shut down. So, our story begins on Halloween night in 1984. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Let me say, I. Are you struggling to breathe? Reading, reading is not. No, you're, you're doing. That's not my specialty. It's why. not mine either. I have to like take the mic yeah. away from my mouth and like breathe. And like, I, yeah, like I just want to look away. Okay, so uh, Halloween night, 1984. This, I guess, if you want to say, I would shoot. I don't want to call these people main characters. Our these are these are people victims victims. So, our main character slash victim. It's it's not a it's, it's not, not a main a... character. No, but like but like we're our story. Our story needs a main character. Our main character is okay. Uh, twelve year old Sherry Gordon. Um, this would be the first year in which she would be allowed to go trick or treating by herself. Um. And to do so, she had to take her two younger cousins, uh, Teresa Hall and Patricia Hall. Um, those two were sisters, if the last name didn't give it away. Uh, Teresa and Patricia's mom, Ernstine, might be butchering the name. I'm sorry. You... Yeah, Ern- Ernstine, Ernstine. Yeah. Ern- You're not going to listen to it, Ernstine, uh, so it's okay. Um, but... The mother of Teresa and Patricia um, figured that since there were a lot of adults out um, and that the girls like knew people around the area, she figured that it would be fine if they went ahead and went with Sherry. Um, right, everybody said, was looking out for them. and Yeah. Little, she felt safe enough Big, to small them. town. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she said the girls knew all about Stranger Danger and were allowed to go, uh, but they were returned by 9 p.m. Yeah, also this is like the 80s, so it's a little more, a little more lax, lax yeah. than what it is now. now. Now it's like you walk outside and, I mean, even us growing up, like, anything that was wrapped in aluminum foil got thrown out. Yeah. Like, I mean, just just talking about, like, like mom protective. Would, like, throw all our candy on the floor and be like, you can't eat it until I check every single piece of candy. Yeah, if it was, um, if we got, like, Snickers, 
and they were like deflated. Yeah, she'd throw them away. Threw them away because it meant that somebody stuck a needle in them. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, and mind the, you, we lived in a town like a very small town. Seven hundred people, maybe. Like, I think I looked at the population. It's like five to seven hundred people. Yeah, it's like super it, tiny. If somebody was doing that in that town, somebody somebody knew who it was, and they were gonna get. It was gonna get. They were gonna get caught. They would yeah. get lucky and kill like one or two kids, yeah. and that but would be it. Again, this 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 80s. is the eighties. Eighties is a different time. Um, the girls they were described as super sweet, and they were well liked by the other kids at school, and probably throughout the neighborhood around the area. Mm-hmm. On Halloween night. Uh, Sherry and Teresa just went out to trick-or-treat, but returned back to the house around 8 p.m., and they were allowed to take Patricia for the last hour. The girls seemed to be having a great time and were seen by multiple witnesses running door-to-door to go trick-or-treat, get candy, do the thing. They're having a fun thing. old time. They're having a good time. It's Halloween. Everybody Halloween. loves Halloween. You didn't find what they were dressed as? No. Li- li- okay, listen. I'm just curious. What, I'm curious what they would be dressed as in listen. the 80s. This was a hard one to research. It was like drawing out straws for articles. It was like researching old newspaper clippings. Like there's just not a lot on it. But I digress. Go on. I digress. What do you think they were dressed as? Can we make a guess? Uh, Maybe we can see if we can find it later. I mean. I'm going to guess. We can look. I'm going to guess a uh, a cat. A cat. Uh, a cat. Yeah. A okay. I was. And a scarecrow. Uh, what do What do you look up? Halloween murders. Um, 19... you're gonna have to look up either the name of the dude that commits this crime or a decatcher Halloween murders. Wow! Watch De- me look up something awful. Decatur. Uh. Okay, I don't think I looked up the right thing. Yeah, very it's hard to find. Like you have to very look up like specific things. Wait, uh, ooh, maybe. Did you find it? Well, I mean, like you said, you're pulling at like straws. We never yeah. got into like nationality. Like, uh, I don't. I don't want to pay. For yeah, that's the thing. Is like I would find Dang. what I thought would was a good article, and then you click on it, and it's like, yeah, pay a dollar. Yeah, I'm good. Um, no, I mean, I just had a picture of a girl. Uh, she looks like she's dressed in. If this is the same girl, she looks like she Tur- could be 18. Wait. Um, so I believe that's the girl that we go on to talk about later in the story. Oh, uh, older. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep, and then the other pictures are of our. The little girls. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Google, you suck. Thank you. So, uh, 9 p.m. came around. The girls didn't return. Um, you know, at this point, they had already taken Sherry, Teresa. They came back. They got Patricia. They went back out, spent the hour. They're supposed to be back at 9. They didn't return. Um, the family got worried, went out, searched for them, and then after searching and asking people if they had seen them, with no luck, they called the police and reported them missing. Um, police began searching and figured that the girls had just gotten lost. Uh, they immediately began searching along with with a bunch of people, uh, volunteers. Police went door to door asking if anybody had seen them. They checked 
any abandoned buildings and even asked canine units, but found nothing until two days later. Uh, construction workers who were renovating one of the apartment units at the Longview Place Public. Ooh, that's a lot. Of yeah, it's it's Long, a lot. Longview Place it Public. It doesn't flow. It's not great. Not a good name. Um, but at the housing, uh, they had gone into one of the empty units where they had discovered the bodies of Sherry Gordon and Teresa Hall. They also found Patricia, who was unharmed in a closet. When police came, they found the bodies face down in two separate rooms. One of the girls had been strangled with an electrical wire, and the other was strangled with her own shirt. Both had been sexually assaulted, and police believe that that was the motive. Um, This apartment unit was only one and a half blocks away from... Where the girls lived. Can you not read my This apartment unit was only one and a half blocks away for there and had actually <laughs> been checked. I tell you, I just yeah, get like look, hey, one track I get mind. It. No, it's my fine. hands cramping. Yeah, Whatever just, comes out comes it's out. Fine. Like mom read one of my things and was like, not to be a grammar please. I heard her, yeah. But I become I before E except I after C. Yeah, I heard her. She was like, and I was skimming like Mom. It's fine. It's I can like read ten it. pages of notes. Yeah. It hurts. Give me a break. I was like, if anybody goes through and Whatever. reads like a bunch of my stuff, like it's it's like abbreviations for everything. Like whenever yeah. you write at, you always write the, the, the at, at symbol. symbol. Uh with you write with the same way I do. Um yeah. haven't like, is usually H V N T. Yeah, it, like that's whatever it. comes out is Just, what comes yeah, out. Yeah, it's fine. I can read it. It's cool. Um, okay. Back to it. Back to it. So it was like a... The apartment unit was very close to the house, um, and they had actually been checked a few days prior by the police. Um, But with that being said, they were only checked to see if the doors were unlocked, and they weren't opened. Um, It took a while for Patricia to feel comfortable talking to the police due to trauma and her age. Um, I believe at the time when she was seven. Yeah, she was seven years old. Yeah, so really, really young. Um, She'd also had a developmental disability. She was handicapped. I'm just going to say handicapped. Because, yeah, that's fine. Uh, Which that made it hard for her to communicate to the police. She told her mom the information, and that was then relayed to the police, like a, a game of telephone. Ernstein told the police that two men approached the girls and promised them candy and money if they came with them. Which, so, perfect time to right. offer kids candy. During Halloween. During Halloween. What kid's going to say no? Yeah. If I was 10, 9, 7, what, 12, whatever their ages were, I would probably be like... I mean, I'm a grown man. I'd probably go with yeah. them. Yeah. Halloween I'm, candy at your house? Take me there. Yeah. I don't know about that. All I have to do is get in your car. Say less. Yeah. So, anyway, the girls got in their car and were driven to the housing projects. Um, And that was where Patricia was immediately locked inside of a closet. Um, She panicked in the closet, and one of the men let her out. And when she went out, she saw the other man strangling Teresa with a wire, and Sherry was already on the floor with her shirt around her neck. Police believe this event... However, not the fact that it was two people. Yeah, for whatever reason. Yeah, which, yeah. I couldn't really find a reason. It doesn't but make sense to yeah, they not just have like, a reason. Oh, she 
told us that it was two men, but we don't believe her. It was only one. Yeah, which my thing is like, why would you have been let out of the closet? I mean, you, like you know what I mean. Like yeah, the whole the whole know, being maybe, let out of the closet thing just sounds so stupid. I don't know. Maybe she was just being too loud, so they let her out to see what was out there, and she was like. And Just kidding. I'll go right back I'll into back the closet. In. I'll shut up. I promise. Yeah. yeah. Actually, let me go back in the closet. My bad. Uh, but a witness did come forward and said they saw the girls stop and speak to a man that seemed to have known them. And after talking with him, uh, they seemed to just follow him willingly and got into a white car. Patricia's mom and the police were scared that the killer might come to hurt Patricia because of her basically being a witness. Um, and at that point, she was placed into foster care for almost a year, and her family moved out of the neighborhood, and then she came back to live with them. Um, local investigations completed 2,700 interviews and compiled 2,000 pages of reports. But unfortunately, nothing came out of anything, and since it was the 1984, since it was the 80s, yeah. we'll just call it the 80s, uh, police were luckily... Wow. Oh, no. Police couldn't really test DNA. What did I put? We'll see if I... No, I just read reluctantly and was stuck. I thought that's what the word was. It didn't oh. even look like it. Um. Anyway, so since it was the 80s, they didn't do DNA testing. It had been collected, but they didn't do anything. So at that point, case went cold. For 24 years... Decatur police worked to solve this case and never gave up hope. So, in 2009, police were finally able to send out the DNA that was found on the girls' clothing that they had frozen and preserved. Initially, when they tried, they weren't able to determine a match, but after re-examining Sherry's pants, they found enough DNA that could have been ran through CODIS to where they found a match. And this was a match for a man named Melvis Johnson. Melvin. Melvin. Melvin Johnson. Melvis. Um, Melvin Johnson was a man who was born in 1958. And his first known conviction was in 1978 when he was sentenced to six years in prison for sexually abusing a 10-year-old child. So, gross guy. So, yeah. A chomo. Again. Yeah. Two back-to-back. Two back-to-back. Oh. Uh, we we kind of know how to pick them for chomos. I guess so. Um, he was paroled for that in 1982 after his release, and that's where he moved to Decatur, where he started dating John L. Woods, who had supported him financially while he was in prison. Two years later, he committed the murders of Sherry and Teresa. Unfortunately... Uh, he'll never have to actually serve the time for those murders because he died from stomach cancer in 2003 while serving time in a Texas prison. But after his death, his DNA was put into the database and they were able to match They were able to match it. So, um, seven months later, he was connected to two other murders. Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> That's me just trying to hesitate. Uh, you're trying to take a minute to breathe. Yeah. You're, you're, you're probably <laughs> looking at me like, I'm please like, say something so like, oh, I can this, take a breath. It just keeps going. I'm like, <laughs> words. Um, but yeah, so he was connected to two other murders. Uh, 25-year-old Sandra Hobson 
And on May 2nd, 1985, she was found dead in her Longview apartment, which Longview is the same place. Longview Public Place. Place housing. Yeah. yeah. These are the same places that... And she had been stabbed yeah. multiple times, smothered with a pillow, and sexually assaulted. All while her five-year-old son watched. Um, he was later found by the neighbors running and crying. And when they asked him what was wrong, he said that he was running to his grandma's house because his mom was dead. Um, investigators exhausted. All the leads that they had in that case also ended up going cold. Mm-hmm. And then the second murder that they were able to connect Melvin to uh, was of 46-year-old John Woods. Which, funnily enough, John Woods was the man. The man that supported him financially in prison. Yeah. While he was in prison for sexually assaulting a 10-year-old child. Yep. Couldn't be me. No. But, yeah. uh, John Woods, the man who supported Melvin while he was in prison, probably lived together after, you know, he got out. Um he was found dead. Um, April 30th, 1988, John was found in dead. Uh, April 30th, 1988, John was found after an anonymous caller who was later identified as Melvin uh, called telling the police that there was a bloody murder. Police found John stabbed to death 14 times and the scene was made to look like it was a burglary. Initially, Melvin Johnson, he was a person of interest uh, since he didn't have a good alibi. And since he had already stolen stuff from John's apartment. Um, and, you know, accurately enough, he had a knife that matched the murder weapon. Oh, so, yeah. no, no biggie. Uh, we'll somehow just, we'll there wasn't. Past that. Yeah. However, like there wasn't enough evidence um, and he was eventually let go. So, yeah, whatever. Uh, and then after that, he was also suspected in a, another two murders. Yeah. Uh, but. Those aren't able to be confirmed. Yeah. Probably didn't leave, like, enough DNA. No, I, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, after these discoveries, Melvin Johnson was officially announced as a serial killer. Um, yeah. I guess that And that's, like, really where the information ends. Yeah. This dude did all of this and didn't have to serve time for any of these murders nope. that he committed. He served, uh, like, from the sounds of it, he served what, all of... Ten year? No, not even. He served for nineteen seventy eight. Four years. Four years for sexually assaulting a, a child. child. And then and then something in Texas which I couldn't figure out exactly what he was in there for. Which where did he get arrested at in Texas? Yeah, I'm I'm really not sure. No 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 no. I'm just saying he was oh, in in a Texas prison. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like after he did all this, he 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 went back went. to prison for something else. Yeah. So. He like probably left the state and then went to prison he for probably something like, in Texas. Probably for something gross. Probably for molesting a child. Again. I I would say so. Gross did. Uh, let's see if I can just find anything. Quick. Melvin Johnson. Uh, what are we saying? And then like Decatur, Illinois. Two thousand three Texas conviction. Okay. You know if he was a third? 
Not sure. Okay. We will see. Um, Is uh, there a, a picture that you have of him? No. Okay, I was going to say that. I could probably look at the picture and say if it was him or not. But. 60 years. Um, which this could be like a completely different. Yeah, I do feel like there was something, I don't know if it was this case, but where I looked up a person and then it was like another set of Yeah, I don't I don't think that was the same one. Yeah, this this was just really hard to find information on. Uh during his lifetime he was imprisoned on an unrelated charge in Texas. So, yeah, who no knows? Information. Yeah, like which I'm sure, like, maybe you could look up, like, Texas public res- records. But, like, do you yeah, really care that much? No, dude's, dude's really. gross. He's dead. But, uh, I mean, so, I mean, we had talked about this earlier, but the fact that um, Patricia said that there were two men. Yeah. Um, with John supporting Melvin, it, it almost seems like he probably was the second Possibly. man. Like... Maybe knew about something, yeah, and that's like, why Melvin went ahead and killed him, because, I don't know, why would you murder somebody who was supporting you financially? Yeah. It's, yeah it's one but of it, it also kind of seemed like the police were not taking Patricia seriously, because she was handicapped. Right, and, and it was and, the 80s. Yep, and in a lot of newspapers that i read it was like really frustrating to read because mind you she's seven years old and she's um like she's more so at like a two-year-old level if that makes sense yeah like she's mentally disabled yeah like challenge so in these articles they're like calling her names like the r word and they're they're just saying, like, this is a seven-year-old child, and they're like, why can't she just give us more information? Why can't she just give us a name? Tell us if she knows somebody. Like, give us something. Because she's like, a this kid. child gave you everything that she could. She told you there were two people, and then we just went ahead and wrote it off. Like, wrote it off. Like, yeah. Like, eh, doesn't matter. Yeah, you said there were two? Eh, eh maybe. There might have been. Probably. Yeah. Probably not. Who knows? Yeah. I, like I said, I think, I think odds are, like, John was probably part of it just you know maybe you know, maybe, maybe, maybe maybe this one time melvin I'll, I'll 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 help i'll go with oh, you melvin we're going yeah. trick-or-treating yeah i'll go and trick-or-treating then, with you yeah like he didn't know exactly what He's he was like, getting into oh you're putting three children in the back of our van yeah uh, okay and then you know at that point melvin rapes and strangles two kids and then, you know, the other dude, like, lets out, John lets out the Patricia out of the closet, and then, I mean, I don't it's, know. it's a theory, but yeah. I, then again, this dude is a serial killer. But it's so. a film theory. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it doesn't matter, I, I guess, at this point, like, it's, it's a, over. It's a sad case, but yeah. I guess I'm, I'm glad that there's a years. conclusion, even yeah. though it's not a great conclusion, because yeah. he didn't have... Any consequences? Yeah, he didn't have to serve anything for it. He just went to prison for four years, ten, for the ten-year-old, and then went to prison for who knows, like maybe a year or something right. like that. Texas. So, 
Okay. Um, I guess we'll leave it here. Yep. That's all for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Yeah. You can tell us what you thought about today's episode at... Uh, Roadkillers. Dot podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can also reach out to us on Instagram. Um, I am at Elijah X Allen X. And I am at Desiree Foreman. And all of this will possibly or possibly not be in the description box. Track it. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, I guess that's it. See you next episode. All right. Bye. Bye.